but Craig couldn't keep his eye on the ball, so to speak. Frustrated with sitting on the bench as Bonds and other heavyweights took the field, he dropped out of ASU after one year. He could have transferred to another Division I school or simply cooled his heels, waiting for Bonds to move on. He had no patience, says Laurie. Beneath Craig's charismatic exterior was a controlling, manipulative person who craved danger. Unbeknownst to his wife, he had been living a life of petty crime and deception for years. He gets off on it, says Laurie. I found out that in high school he was stealing tires off cars at fancy dealerships and then selling them at a swap meet the next day. Tire theft escalated to more daring crimes during the late 80s when the couple separated, in part because of what Laurie says was Craig's repeated infidelity. He seemed to enjoy taunting her, at one point frolicking in the hot tub of her apartment complex with another woman. While she worked full-time as a bank teller to support her kids, her estranged husband was robbing banks to support his taste for the good life. Lori once spotted him driving a silver Porsche Carrera. The couple divorced in 1990, and later that year the FBI caught up with Craig in Honolulu, where he'd relocated with a girlfriend. Arrested and convicted of robbing a Las Vegas bank in April of that year, Craig served five years in Arizona's Black Canyon Federal Penitentiary. There he read the Wall Street Journal every day and dreamed of making a fast buck as a day trader when he got out. After his 1996 release, during a visit with his kids, he told Lori's second husband, John Pulzato, that robbery was like a drug. And it was his drug of choice. There is no better high, Craig said describing how he would sit in his car before a heist and pump himself up like an athlete getting ready for the big game. Clearly, he hadn't put crime behind him, which became evident soon enough. On August 12, 1997, investigators say, Craig held up a Scottsdale Norwest bank. That same day, Lori was working as a teller at a Norwest branch in nearby Mesa. She believes his choice of banks was no coincidence. That afternoon, local cops came close to nabbing their man during a spectacular getaway that included a diversionary car fire and a cat-and-mouse chase through a luxury shopping mall, with Craig buying and changing clothes several times. In the end, the cops found Craig's car, strewn with wads of cash and a bank money-tracking device. But no Craig. A few weeks later, the bank robber walked into a restaurant in Farmington, New Mexico, and met Nova.